0: Guys, welcome to the Audacity Podcast with your host Wajiro Akuria. I have an amazing, amazing guest today. So drum rolls, I have my Reggie um, on the show today. And if you've not heard about Regi, so he was trending on Twitter. I know he's on my show and he was sharing his story of how he worked in this place and how toxic and how the conditions were and so i hit him up on twitter and he was kind enough to be on the show so we'll be just getting to know him a little bit more and also get to find out um, how he's doing and yeah so it's gonna be really amazing so without further ado let's head on to the episode So welcome Origi to the show. Um, Kindly introduce yourself. (laughs) Uh, What's your name? What's your full name if you don't mind?
1: Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. My name is yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Do you feel like uh, you've become famous on your 24th birthday? Yeah, something Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, um, maybe for somebody who again has not had but where he shared his story on Twitter. So I think people were wondering why Twitter. I mean, what what uh, you'll tell us about your story, but uh, even before we get there, I mean, what was going through your mind uh, before you shared your story on Twitter?
1: Okay, well, one thing. One thing that's clear. Right now, the yeah. only place you can get attention from the masses is Twitter. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's difficult to get attention from the government, from the people in authorities.
0: Okay, no
1: one can hear you. But on Twitter, I think it's it's a platform where you can give your opinions. Mm-hmm. You can give your your voice can be heard, and yeah. I, I love that was the way to go.
0: All right. let me first say when I read your story, I think I saw it on my friend's uh, WhatsApp story and I I don't know how I just clicked on it. I normally don't and I thank God that I did. When I read it, actually um, it was well written. Are you like a good writer or like actually even when I saw Citizen, they didn't edit anything. (laughs) Are you a good writer?
1: Um, Uh, Well, uh, from the reception, I can say now I am a good writer, but <laughs> I haven't I have never done an article before Okay. The, my so mm. I can say now I'm a writer oh.
0: yeah, alright, so uh, I'm just making uncomfortable but uh, let's say if somebody else went through what you went through, would you advise them to, you know, put it out or out on the public if they really want to
1: well, I would if mm-hmm. okay, The problem is If you have signed a contract where you have There are some things that You are not allowed to say or prevail Sure uh, You have to the From someone mm-hmm. a to, to, to bring out the story But in my case yeah. so If someone <laughs> hasn't signed anything I don't think it's, it's A bad thing to to give your story because it's your experience it's yes. your own personal experience
0: yeah I, I agree with you completely it's your story um it's what you went through and you know y- you you can share your story and i think it's so interesting that the conversation has started um even me i shared my story of where i worked and it wasn't the best um of uh instances. And if I never spoke about it, if you never spoke about it, then it will be normal for everybody. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get on to the story. So if you've not heard about Weregi, um, let me just maybe share something slightly from what he shared. He studied in UON. Um, you did uh, which course?
1: Mechanical and manufacturing engineering
0: wow that's that's, that's huge <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah so take us back to maybe when you are a kid um is engineering something you wanted to do or how did how did that come about
1: okay let me just say i i grew up in shans yeah you know, somewhere in gajundo yeah and my my dreams were Flying flying an aeroplane, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wanted to be a pilot.
1: Yeah, I was always dreaming to fly an aeroplane. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought the pilots had uh, lots of money. Sure. What I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I would dream uh, passing by my, my grandma's place and dropping some... <laughs> some money from the air as I pass by.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. wow. So
1: okay. that was like before before school.
0: Yeah. So
1: when when I I came to know about the stuff with courses and yeah. I'm in high school. Yeah. I realized the, it's really hard to to get aeronautical engineering in Kenya without a lot of money. Okay. So in a there's no public university that offers that
0: okay so
1: yeah i i i thought about it and i saw the only way is engineering all my options were engineering when i was choosing my courses
0: wow okay did you like were you the choppy kind of person in high school
1: okay in in high school i was a low-key choppy the one that they call (laughs) waster. Okay. Yeah, because I'll I'll study maybe one hour, two hours and that's that's okay. As in I'm I'm good with that. I'll I'll do everything in two hours. And I hang out with the with other guys and probably they won't read. So when the exams come they they don't pass and I Pass so people will call me waster.
0: You are those people make noise, but at the end of the day, they'll pass. So you are well-to-do, so to speak. Um, senses? Were you like stronger suits or yeah?
1: Yeah, senses. I did three senses, and I was pretty good in all of them, especially chemistry, physics.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you yeah. thought, um, life after high school, you were sure you wanted to do engineering, yeah?
1: Yes, yes, I, I oh. was sure. I, and I didn't even revise my after the results, I didn't revise my courses, so yeah. I knew that was the way I already knew that was the way.
0: Yeah, so um, back, I think, you you went to um, maybe campus in 20, that was 20 Um, is it?
1: I joined campus January 2014. 2014,
0: alright, so, I, you know, you can correct me, but being called at UN by job, I mean, that's pretty good. Like, you know, you had good grades. Were you excited? Were you like, okay, here we come? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was excited because UN was my dream school in Kenya and I always wanted to go to UN. so I was really excited. And I saw it, it was like, mm, it's, the, the thing that would change my life.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, I, so yeah. Know the challenges that come with it, but I, I knew it was a like great school.
0: All right. So what was your experience at U.N.? And um, being an engineering student, um, did you feel that you're well-equipped. Um, how was school? Did you go for long breaks? How was it, basically?
1: UN is it's really, really... It has a lot of challenges. Okay. Uh, first of all, you in engineering, you have to be fully committed. To be honest, um, in high school, I wasn't so committed with studying, but when I got to campus, I had to do it. Otherwise, I'll, I'll be left out in maybe fail and had to redo my classes so in campus i really had to put that effort so when you combine the challenges of like i i don't think we would go a semester without having a stretch then you have to go home and come back then you start to pick up from where you left and it was uh, especially with the elections, the elections, the leaders' elections, so you knew it will end up with a strike. At the end of the election, there would be something. You have to go home. So you, you're studying, but you're not so sure when the semester will end or when you go home, when the next semester will start. So it was so challenging. You can't even plan out your life. You can't plan your life. You can't plan what to do next you have to be committed to school
0: yeah so i think it was UN is a bit much but even in moi um you know other public universities i think uh cheap is expensive yeah so but basically your campus apart from the strikes and the long breaks which um and there's still students out right now because of covid but yeah. That, that home, but basically your experience was fairly okay, right?
1: Yeah, it was fairly okay. I I loved uh, being at UN. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the life the life wasn't so bad.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I, I loved it.
0: Okay, all right. So, um, when when was your like your first job or internship or attachment? Um, how was that for you?
1: In when I was in second year, mm-hmm. I went back in Shags for for the holidays. Yeah. Then I, instead of just looking at home, uh, there's a nearby uh, tea factory.
0: Okay. I
1: yeah, so I did uh, my first attachment. I can say touch It was mostly attachment. You can mm-hmm. say attachment. Yeah. That that uh, I did my first attachment. But mostly it was mostly technical because uh, in that factory there was no engineer, let's say engineer, they were just technical guys. Okay. So I was with them. That so that was w- my first. Mm-hmm. That's 2015. 2015.
0: Yeah. So this is yes. like your first job. Um, how was it? They yeah. were Was it interesting? Were you excited?
1: I, I can say uh, excited. I was, uh, uh, it was very, 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 very technical. So mm-hmm. I had to get my hands dirty. I'm um, all in my overalls, safety
0: boots. Yeah.
1: Machines in the machines, uh, oil all over. So it was pretty exhausting, even the first day. <laughs> <laughs> <But it was>
0: <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> yeah, yeah I
1: was yeah. yeah. But, but doing engineering stuff. So like was interesting.
0: Okay. All right. So how long did you do that uh for?
1: I did for three months, then went back. To,
0: to school. school. Yeah, but I think yeah. it's commendable. I mean, for a second year doing whatever job you can get, I think it's good. I think it, it gives yeah. you Uh, You know a good opportunity, Um, and then from there, what was your second maybe attachment? Are they called attachments? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mm. In twenty eighteen, I went. I applied for the ESDL internship. Okay. uh, I was lucky to to get in. Uh, I think that was my best, 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 best internship or job, per se.
0: Wow. My I loved it. Yeah. So it
1: it was. mm Hmm. I got to work with real engineers, the top, top guys in ABL, in the, in the plant, in the production, in the packaging, in the spirits department. It was really eye opening for my career. I, I loved it from the first day to the last day. I didn't want to leave.
0: <laughs> so, um, wow. Well, so that's good. I mean, they're actually good employers out there. So, I mean, EABL yeah. is a big company. Were you getting like free beer or whatever?
1: <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a, uh, it was like a culture on Friday evening afterwards Yeah. You, in the canteen, the beer was free. So you
0: wow. go, you
1: have a place before you head home.
0: Yeah, so that that was like a good experience for you, right?
1: Uh, it was very, very, very good.
0: Yeah, that's good. I mean, the fact that you got into ABL, I think that's amazing. I think so many people have applied. I think I've applied. I'm not sure, but I, I didn't get in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I think you, you learned a bit in uh, ABL. Uh, maybe you thought this is the industry you want to be in, like what you were doing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, with ALDL, the the good thing about it aligns with my 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 background uh, okay. manufacturing.
0: Yeah, yeah that's,
1: that's my background, mechanical and manufacturing. So that's where my career should be manufacturing, and yeah, that was that was good for my career. And I got to learn a lot. Outside what I was learning in school, I got to learn uh, with the engineers there. They are very, very, very uh, receptive of the new guys, the young guys. And they really want to get you up to speed with whatever that's going on in the manufacturing industry. Yeah, so it was uh, a good experience.
0: Wow, okay. So how long did you do that for?
1: Yeah, that was three months. And, ah. Yeah, I had, to, I had to go back to school now. To school again,
0: again, and then did you get another place? Um, you know.
1: Yeah, from there, uh, that's uh, that's 2018. So after that, I had to finish school first. Yeah. Then yeah, so I finished schooling. April 2019 and graduated September 2019.
0: Did you actually graduate? You know, graduating in a public uni is like I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> accomplishment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, okay, you know, I uh, for me, I say the graduation dates it's for the parents because yeah. they they work so hard to make sure you. You go through all those years they keep paying the fees they haven't even been in the school to see what you do it's not like high school you have visiting days mm-hmm. so it's mostly for the parents so I really had to to be excited for them so yeah, so,
0: yeah
1: I I was excited so <laughs> yeah it so was a good day yeah Thank so you,
0: okay so um, what was going through your mind Um, you did six years right Um, in your sixth year um, in you and were you already starting to worry how was life gonna be after school Um, what was your mindset really
1: Uh, when you uh, when you're going the final year you you, that's when you start being aggressive about applying jobs so uh, uh, luckily, at that moment, the jobs, were, the opportunities were many, 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 many. So we kept on applying, 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 applying. So getting a few interviews. So the future was looking really bright at that point.
0: Yeah. So I think for you, it wasn't hard for you to get maybe interviews. Yeah. Because I think also the fact that you had a bit of uh, work experience at EABL, at the tea factory. I think it's important to mention that those small sort of uh, experiences actually count, right? Yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah they count. Yeah, what, what kind of a job are you looking for? Are you looking for an internship, a graduate uh, trainee program, or a job?
1: So when you're getting out of school, you have to, you you apply for the internship, you yeah. apply for the graduate entry level, all of those, and if you can learn an entry level, it's it's the perfect thing to to get. But if if you get an internship, uh, it's it's okay. It will keep you going until you get your next job. And if you get a graduate training, that's perfect
0: because yeah,
1: that's, yeah, that's like you you've made it <laughs> I, <know. laughs>
0: I think yeah. all of us just wanted to get a graduate trainee program in one of these big companies but you know it's fine, we're cool um, did you think yeah. of, was there an option of going back to EABL or how does that work?
1: Uh, it's, it's not that easy to, to just go back to a company because you have to go through the, uh, the recruitment process again Yeah. So I even if I knew some other guys there, I had to go through. I have to apply like the other guys. Uh, luckily enough, I got uh, an internship again at UBL. Yeah. Oh, so really? This, wow. Uh, yeah, uh, that's October 2019. Yeah. Uh, but now I wasn't working in the, the beer plant. I was working in the cereals where they get uh, raw materials. So... It's part of EML. It's called EML. It's melting now.
0: Okay, that's interesting. You said that that they actually maybe called you again or you got another opportunity, um, still in the same company. Um, how long did you do oh. that for?
1: I did three months mm-hmm. again. So yeah.
0: Much. Yes. So and then it was over, were you, is that, was there a place where you could ask for more time or it was just three months?
1: Yeah, I, I was trying to get to, um, to get more time to extend the internship but it's it's not easy for in ABL so you have to, you have to, I, I tried, I really tried but it's, it's not, it's a process and I get you it, it, Yeah, it's a process
0: Alright, so um and that ended. So what happened after that? <laughs> after this three months, yeah.
1: Yeah, so in okay, that ended in December twenty nineteen. So I start applying other jobs. I like apply, apply. Yeah. So finally I got a an interview with copper oil okay. refineries. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I I went for that interview for what's for an internship for six months. Mm-hmm. I really did well in the interview and they they liked me and they told me to they'll offer me the chance. So I I went there for a week, then I got another interview. Uh, this time was a, a real job wasn't oh. an internship so I had to to make sure I is the interview for the job. So I this was uh, Ens Bakery. I don't know if a lot of people know this. It's a bakery. It's a subsidiary of Unga Limited. So I I did the interview. It was for mechanical technician, and luckily enough, I, I got the job.
0: Okay. Yeah, so they
1: offered, yeah, they offered me a six-month uh, contract, and that's where I was for from. It's say end of January to to June to June that year that was almost fun,
0: okay, so it was yeah. uh, basically you had a good experience really after school, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 somebody's wondering, what are you complaining about? you know some of us have <laughs> have have done <laughs> shitty things, <laughs> all right, yeah so, so... hmm
1: so I think uh, I, I, when people saw the story, I think they, they took like it's uh, uh, they took it like I, that one night short like I was really going through it but I, I really had a good good experience after school until to that point. and that's, uh, I, I wanted to share the story for just one, that one night not the whole the whole career so i think people took it like a like a whole a whole experience
0: oh i also read it the first time and i thought you worked there for like a while and then i read it again and then i was like oh it was a night so tell us about your night for somebody who um you know was has not had your story and then i will also ask you questions like maybe it was that just one night maybe the next morning will be different what do you think yeah so tell us about your night (laughs) night of freed stardom
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i okay i'll start with a backstory about how i got the uh, someone refund me for the job okay so these are Career Office in, in University of Nairobi, where oh. they link you up. If em, an employer wants some um, guys, they link with the your know, career office, then Career Office communicates to the students. So I sent my CV to Career Office, and they they had sent the, the job description to a mechanical operator job, which is basically you... You attend to the machine you make sure the machine is running properly you make sure the the quality of the product is what it's expected and yeah basically it's mostly making sure the machine is working properly uh, so i i sent my cv then uh, the company got back to me and they invited me for an interview the uh, uh, I did the interview, they, they called me to the company I went. I did the interview, I did an aptitude test about engineering, some maths, some engineering, basic engineering maths. Uh, they asked me a few basic questions that everyone in, the, in an interview and yeah, it really went well. I already felt I had the job by the end of the interview. Uh, So we now started discussing the terms and uh, the HR told me I had to show him uh, my previous contract which I hoped they would better the terms uh, or or maybe just level the terms. I was okay with them leveling the terms and we discussed the salary, they said, that's okay we'll give you what they were giving you. Then they came to the working hours, that's where I had a, a problem. Uh they told me I have to work twelve hours a day and thirteen hours a day, uh and I if I'm working the night shift. And if I have to switch from night shift to day shift, I have to work eighteen hours straight, then I go home, then come back to, to the day shift. uh I was kinda reluctant, but okay, I said. I don't know. I don't want to 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 pass this job, and I don't have anything to do at home. So I uh, they told me they'll get back to me after maybe a few days. So after a few days, uh, I got a call from a lady. Uh, she said she's from People Link. I don't know if people know about that. People, it's a HR consultancy. Uh, they told me I had to go there and sign some papers. I was confused because I didn't know about people calling. So I went to, I went to that, that HR console. It's in, it's in town. So they gave me the papers and they told me... Uh, I asked them about the terms of the job and they told me, okay, the company gave us 35K and that's it, as in they can't, they can't give us more. And, you, you know, now you are dealing with us. You can't, you can't negotiate again because you are dealing with us. They are, are no longer dealing with the company. Uh, they gave me a, a registration form, which is uh, funny because if, if you are getting a job uh, with them, you have to register first, then they call you. But now I got the job from the company then they call me to go and register so that I can enter the job. So I signed up, and uh, they gave me another form, which was really, really, I don't know. I I was surprised that you have to give up your first full month salary of of the first month, and you really work, You didn't have a job before. Now you have to work a full month, then give it up, then continue that. Now that you can, can get paid. Um, I was also relaxed, by I signed it because okay, I wanted the job. So I signed it and said, you guys, when you're ready, just, just call me. So when it came to the day where they called me, they told me i get getting the night shift. So they told me you have to come early. That's before six and I'm usually a punk job person so I went I went there at five thirty and waited uh around thirty minutes to get in. Yeah.
0: So you signed the contract uh, offered by PeopleLink. Um, They told you you have to give up uh, your salary, your first salary. Um, You hadn't registered with them. And they also gave you the terms, which was 18 hours if you change shifts, and 12 hours if you work day shift, and 13 hours if you work night shift. So and you still went ahead and now it was your first day. You got there at five thirty PM. Yeah. So we'll pick it from there. Yeah. So how was that for you? Uh night shift the first day. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, it's, it's night shift the first day with the girlfriend and all. Yeah. So I had to make sure I was there early. So I went in 15 minutes to six and I was linked to the supervisor. The supervisor, I, I don't think he cared to know my name so he just called me Ghana. <laughs> so he just gave me an overall it was torn. I remember. I, it was oversized and torn and yeah, it wasn't my size. So I just took it put it on i didn't even have a locker or somewhere to change i just i just carried carried on and we went now to the machine so the first day thought the first day we have to show you around that the machine this is what we do this is what we expect you to do and yeah I was maybe observe for the night maybe in training then maybe after a week then I start the actual job so in five minutes they took me to the machine <laughs> they started showing the job yeah and they showed me how to fold a box I I, I hadn't done that kind of work before how you most of the, the boxes come in flat flat but you have to fold it to make it to, to a box so yeah, I, you have to so that you can now load the the crowns into the box. So the first, I I started. I pick up the things fast. So I after five ten minutes, I already had known what to do. So I started the process. The problem is that when you start working, you can stop because the machine it's not stopping. It's carrying on and on and on and on. So you put on a box where the machine is dropping the crowns. Uh, by the time you move the other box, you label it and seal it, the box is already full, So you pick the other one, you put another one. So it's, it's, a, it's a cycle that you can get out of. Uh, so in, in the first three hours, I was sweating, I was tired. I, I was like, wow, this is it. And I'm waiting uh, at some point of the night that uh, this supervisor will come and tell tell me that okay, that uh, this is enough for today. You can just go and <laughs> chill, and maybe you can pick it up from tomorrow. But the hours just we just kept on working and working and working. So about uh, around about ten p.m., I was told these a there's a supper break. So so someone else comes into into your work workstation, they cover for you for like 10 minutes, you go eat, you go eat, push a and then you then then come back. Basically <laughs> you do it because someone has his workstation also. So uh while I was there I had the chance to talk with some of the guys. Actually there was my classmate in the in the company. I didn't mention in the story because What?
0: Yeah, because you don't want to share history. So actually, I wanted to ask you, I'm sorry I've cut you off. um, When you were talking with these guys, so it was only one night. uh, Were they like uh, people who've gone to school? You know, if this is like a gig, um, like Kazemkono, it's not that bad, I guess. So uh, were there people who had gone to school or they were just like, you know, just people hustling?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a mi- mixed crop. Uh, you can see some of the guys have experience in that kind of work. And some other guys uh, haven't been in that kind of work, but they have done diploma in mechanical and stuff. Then there's guys, there us guys that uh, had a degree and didn't know what we are getting ourselves into.
0: All right. So, um, ideally, I think this is a job that can be done by anybody, right? So, but they were taking, but they were taking graduates, uh, people who've done diplomas, and people who've done degrees. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah I don't understand why they had in the requirements they had uh, a degree in engineering. That was one of the requirements on there. On the ad, but on the job ad, but I don't know why and why they had to go all the way to to use the UN path and to get guys to just do uh, casual work, which can, you can easily get some guys outside the the workplace. Yeah, yeah. So I got a chance to talk to the guys. Uh, my classmate had done uh, around two weeks in that job
0: wow so
1: we yeah yeah we started talking and he told me that uh, I don't know this is a crazy place if you can get out please just get out he just told me uh, upright it's it's not the best place to work and he told me uh, he he didn't have an option but uh, by by the end of that month he would quit mm. if, uh, so he was waiting for them to to finish the month and you can get paid and yeah. get then done.
0: leave, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So um, I talked to the other guys and they told me uh, I was asking them, is, "Is this the kind of work you do every day?" And they are t- telling me that this is normal. I mean, with the, the other day we did 18 hours. I was feeling like I was going to pass out. The guy <laughs> was telling me literally wow. was feeling like passing out,
0: and
1: yeah. that was just uh, kind kind of normal to them and they were telling me my machine was the slowest so
0: you, you got the, the, <laughs> the good one <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. They, they, they had my position wow so I yeah so I'm wondering how, how how do these guys carry on every day every night every night every night they come in and how do they even get some sleep because when you are working uh, about 14 hours a night, and maybe you have, you take one hour to get home, so one hour to come to come to work, then one hour to that's almost 16 hours out of 24, and you have to get some sleep, maybe do some stuff at home, personal time with your family. Isn't you can't just uh, out of those hours you can just have the balance. You can't even get enough you know, sleep if you sleep there. All the hours, you can't even get enough sleep. Even even if you are sleeping all the time, so it's, it's crazy. They do it every every day.
0: Yeah, and, and that's so sad, honestly. Um, and not yeah. just um even for the graduates. I mean, just because you have a degree doesn't make you any special than any other yeah. human yeah. being. Mm-hmm. Uh, even for a casual laborer, I mean, eighteen hours is quite of a stretch. Um, and even. Yeah. Where I worked, I remember that days will get out at 10 and I was like, why, you know, and you stay there cause you're an intern or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you th- and you think that's fine and it's not okay. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So you did your night, um, why well, you, did you do your 18 hours or no, a, a, 13 I, I, hours?
1: Yeah, 13, 13, 14 hours. I I couldn't imagine doing 18 hours so I it's it's too much uh, by the end of those 13 hours I was I was so tired I I was so tired I couldn't even think I was feeling sleepy I slept all the way to <laughs> to home like, <laughs> wow yeah, it, I really felt so exhausted I couldn't I couldn't do anything. I just took breakfast, went to bed, and I couldn't wake up for like two days. <laughs> <laughs> are,
0: are you a lazy person? <laughs> so anyway, I'm just, I'm just okay.
1: Actually, if you ask anyone who knows me, I, I'm not a lazy person. <laughs> I'm the,
0: yeah. the
1: kind of like to to always be punctual at everything, even yeah. if it's like even you know, the the thing is, I, in form I'm always punctual. I'm always, i always I've never been lazy on my life. Yeah. Um, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. You, you that that experience traumatized you. So um, you did that yeah. for a night. Did you like yeah. write a resignation or you just called and you're like, I'm done.
1: So, so I'm. I, I, some point the next day I was while I was still sleeping, I took my phone. I I I thought it was uh, I out of courtesy I had to inform them I wanted to be continuing. But I I didn't make a call. I was too I don't know, I, I didn't feel well at the at the moment, so I just wrote a text.
0: Yeah. I wrote a text they
1: they didn't even reply. Uh they did call me after I think a day and asked me if I'm still going to to, to work. Uh, I told them I want to be able to, to continue, but they were they were cool. It's like yeah, uh, if you can't do it, someone else will. We'll and do it. That's
0: it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, that's yeah. It's, it's it's a
1: yeah, it's it's not a problem to them. Someone yeah. else will, and. The worst thing about it is that uh, even if uh, when i posted the story some people are asking that oh, where can i can you link me to that job can you wow. link wow. yeah so it's the desperation that pushes the, the employers to go to this limit because they know they have they always have the upper hand on this so they can't they can't change they can't improve for for some certain guys who are complaining. If you if they are not comfortable they'll tell you just just quit. Someone else will do the job.
0: Yeah, it's it's the law of demand and supply. The demand of unemployed people, whether graduates, yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter, is so high uh compared to the job. So even if um you know, I hope, you know, this story changes a few employers, but their stories will just continue because are just many of us out there there's somebody who will be willing to do that job it's not a bad job it's just the hours are crazy um yeah they're not treating you well as an employee of the company and they're making the money i mean it's they're making the money yeah so after you shared your story um what i mean what happened okay apart from the podcast but uh yeah what what was your response did people like call you um you know dm you yeah
1: yeah i got calls all over my phone my whatsapp was always i had almost like 50 chats what (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) wow my my DMs were full. I couldn't sort my DMs. I had to take some a few days to, to sort out the DMs.
0: Yeah.
1: The patients on my phone were just just coming, coming in. Coming, yeah. Coming
0: in. All right. Yeah, I couldn't Yeah. Did you
1: uh, like I couldn't okay. go through yeah. The, the comments were too many. I couldn't even read all of them. Wow. I couldn't reply to all the comments, the DMs, so I had to take some days to, to just go through the, <laughs> my Twitter.
0: Awesome. So, um yeah. that's it. And thank you for sharing your story. Um There's so many out there who don't know it's wrong and it's not right. Um You, you know, I know empl- there's some employees some of us we are not the best we get to work late that but still as an employer i think um the hours what you give your staff um the care the shifts you know i mean that's just crazy all right so did you get maybe a job opportunity from sharing your story um yeah what's something good that came out of it
1: well um i'm still uh, i'm still engaging people on i on my twitter on whatsapp yeah i got a few uh, uh, people who tell me to just forward my CV so i'm still waiting on that wow and yeah okay. so i uh, see people are still sending me links to apply to jobs which i'm doing on a daily basis
0: yeah
1: uh, i I shared my. I I have a business with my friends, so I shared it on Twitter. And I'm still getting responses on that, and I'm hoping to get some clients out of it. Yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been positive. It's been positive.
0: Yeah. So what what do you do? Do you want to share? Maybe you can get clients. I don't know. What do you do? <laughs>
1: uh. Yeah, our company. Uh, basically offering digital solutions like okay. video calling, yeah, video calling, photography. You have an event, we'll offer the the whole digital digital solutions for you. The photography, the the video conferencing, especially this time, uh, we'll offer a social media management. If you have an account and you don't have the time to manage the social media, so we. We do that for you we we will market your events on social media on yeah we we do we do that uh, it's called Fruit picks agency you can check that out on twitter mm-hmm. you can follow us and dm us if you have anything we're still looking for partners because we are looking to expand cool. and yeah and clients too Our yeah.
0: That's amazing yeah. that you're actually doing something with yourself. You're not just saying, mm-hmm. "Okay, if this happened to me." Yeah. You know, yeah. you're actually trying. Uh, so yeah. you can follow uh, you on Wiregi at Wairegi, um underscore on Twitter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, are you on Instagram or?
1: Yeah, same same handle for Instagram and for Twitter.
0: All right, yeah, and and the events. Sorry, the digital company. Uh, it's
1: called Futri- Futri- Futrix Agency. F U T R I X underscore Agency on Twitter.
0: Awesome. So I think we can all go and see what they what they are doing, these young people. <laughs> but uh, what is next for you? Um, you know, apart from your business, what what do you, what are you looking for? Um, maybe if you want a job or whatever, what is your future? What would you like? <laughs>
1: Uh, I would like. uh, Okay, Uh, of course, I still want to continue with my engineering career in manufacturing.
0: Okay. So
1: I would love. Yeah, I would love a job uh, uh, in a manufacturing setup. And uh, I'm working with uh, an NGO that I. Someone reached out to me and wants to do something about what I shared. Uh, His name is Al Kabs. Oh. yeah, is the founder Open Institute. Uh, so we are looking, we are looking on how we can get the data to, to back up the, the claim that we have bad working conditions. So I'm working on that. Uh, that's what I'm working right now. And in in maybe a week I'll share on Twitter on uh, how far we are and the way forward. The, I'll I'll still get some guys to do the data collections and data entry, so yeah that's what i'm focusing on right
0: now wow you're actually busy (laughs) that's good that's good um thank you so much for coming through again happy birthday and thank you for sharing your story um it's it's bold and it's it was necessary and we wish you all the very best with your company with what you're doing and your next job and as as as, even as young people May good pioneers of our employers And in future Maybe when we get our jobs May we be those employers Who actually care about their employees But thank you yeah. so much for coming um, I hope you had fun <laughs> Yeah Alright So um, thank you so much guys for tuning in That was very good story I will drop a link um, I think on my socials If you want to read the story in length um, and you can also follow him, like you said, on Twitter at Weiregi underscore Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dusty podcast. See you in the next one. Thank you, Weiregi. Oh, Thank you. All right. Okay, bye.